Welcome into the newest episode of Side Mission. I, like always, am your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by just two of the boys today, Kyle and Thacker. And today, we have got a pretty big episode. And you know what, Kyle? It just dawned on me as uh, we started recording this. I don't think we've ever reviewed a Call of Duty on here. I don't think we have. I don't think we've... Not, I, we don't, not, I don't really not. We didn't do not Vanguard. I know for a fact we didn't do Vanguard. We weren't around when Modern Warfare 2019 came out, and we didn't do Black Ops Cold War, I don't think. Wow. Yeah. So oh, this is a first then. So we're talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 today. Uh, and to be honest, I'm glad this is the Call of Duty that we're starting with because if we had done Vanguard or Cold War, probably would not have been a very, very fun review. But yeah, a lot of positives, a lot of positives across the board with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. So we'll go ahead and dive right in. Kyle, you're the biggest COD player I know. You grind the camos harder than just about anybody I know. Uh I feel like me and you can both agree here. I feel like all three of us can agree on this point that, you know, Modern Warfare 2019 did the same thing this game does and that I feel like it really takes Call of Duty back to what made it successful in the first place. Yes, it definitely does. I think that this game, it feels nostalgic, but at the same time new. Like, it doesn't have any of the futuristic movement that, you know, some of us really disliked when they were coming out with you know say advanced warfare and infinite warfare black ops 3 black ops 4 all yeah. that stuff um this is definitely a more boots on the ground classic movement type cod however it feels very advanced having both the slide and the dolphin dive which i would have never thought possible i thought that yeah. we were either going to get one or the other the fact that we got both is impressive isn't it funny how the solution to that was very, very simple, too? Like, it, know, wasn't, right? it wasn't very convoluted at all. It was very simple. Literally just tap the button or hold the button. And, like, <laughs> you know, it's... But it's it's awesome to see a Call of Duty that is trying to cater to more, you know... Or, I wouldn't say more, but I'd say uh, both sides, both people who are fans of the Treyarch games and people who are fans of the Infinity Ward games... There are a lot of things in here that are very similar, and even in the settings, there are quite a few of, you know, the different settings you can put on. They just straight up say Black Ops. Like, if, if you want, like, the hit marker style, or you want the aim assist type, or you want the, you know, uh, UI coloring, it, it it's it's all about, I feel like, versatility with this game because of how much customization, how much, you know, I want to say futuristic, but this doesn't feel futuristic in the same sense that the other Call of Duties, the, the other quote-unquote futuristic Call of Duties were. It's just very <laughs> new, but yet keeping the core gameplay that same satisfactory, you know, uh, classic Call of Duty that we like and enjoy. No, it, it, Kyle, like, this is a new evolution of Call of Duty, man. Like, we get exactly as you said it. We get the classic feel of Call of Duty, and then we also get this, what feels like a new start to Call of Duty as well. Uh, I agree. It's crazy to think exactly how they came up with this, especially when the last two games were utterly train wrecks. That's yeah, putting it yeah. nicely too. That's yeah, especially with regards to Vanguard. That's putting it nicely. Yeah, like it's it's one of those where 
from two train wrecks back to back to now what feels like a complete overhaul of all of that into mm -hmm. something this fantastic was beautifully made. And I just, I want to know what else we're getting. Like, what other secrets are we getting? Because we still don't have Battle Pass. We still don't have uh, hardcore mode. Yes. But or Warzone 2. So like, that's the thing. We don't have that yeah, either. Warzone 2. Right? Like, there's so much to come. And I want to know what else. I think that that's probably the biggest criticism I have with this game as a whole is I do feel like there were some things that were left out that didn't need to be left out. For example, the lack of hardcore, and Kyle is probably sitting there going, if I two or three years ago had thought that I would hear Rusty here say those words, he probably, he probably wouldn't believe you if I told you that. But I really feel like this game needs hardcore because... Like yes. most Call of Duties, like pretty much all Call of Duties at this point, the time to kill is so short. It, it's it's literally a matter of nine times out of ten, if you take the first shot and you're accurate, you're, you're going to get the kill nine times out of ten. It just, you know, there's other variables mm -hmm. such as if someone's using a launcher and you're using an SMG, just sorry, bud, you don't have much of a chance yeah. there. Sorry, <laughs> there's nothing we can do there. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like hardcore mode, especially when the time to kill is already so short, I feel like hardcore could have really helped this game out a lot by being in. I, I feel like there's like I feel like multiple times all three of us, as well as the people we've played with, such as Woody, I feel like all of us have said, "Man, where is hardcore?" I feel like we've all yes. said that, and that outside of that and the lack of Warzone Two, because I'm really intrigued to see what they're going to do with Warzone Two. I don't really have too many complaints the time to kill has always been short like i can get as mad as as mad as i want at that but that's nothing new from call of duty like i'm not going to sit there sit here and and complain about something when it's been like that the whole time and to be quite honest i've never really had a problem with it being that short before i mean i feel like everybody's kind of used to it in call of duty the one thing i felt about the multiplayer specifically and we'll talk about the multiplayer before we dive into the campaign because the campaign is fantastic as well um I feel like just about everything this campaign, or everything this campaign, Jesus Christ, everything this <laughs> multiplayer does, it does very well, outside of the fact that it very much does cater to camping. But yeah. outside of outside of that and the lack of hardcore in Warzone 2, I'm pretty pleased with this multiplayer. Oh, most definitely. Uh, I, think, I think the one reason why they probably didn't add hardcore into the beginning, and just me speculating would be mainly because they want people to get a feel for the game. And that's fair. And get some of these newer COD players to actually have a chance to experience the game instead of actually just throwing hardcore in there and then somebody thinking, oh, it's another game mode, let me try it, and then get fully frustrated with the game. So, personally, I think that might be one reason why it wasn't in there. Same reason for maybe Warzone 2, why the Battle Pass hasn't started yet. Uh, maybe just to give people a chance to actually get their feet on the ground. I think, uh, honestly, hardcore should have been in there from the beginning. If you don't know what hardcore is, stay the fuck out. Yeah, that's kind of, I was kind of thinking that, like, that's that's kind of on you if you don't really know what hardcore yeah. is. And plus, there's literally a description for it when you hover over hardcore. There's also yeah, a description like, for it. If, if, uh, if, you, if you join hardcore and you don't know what it is, I promise you, you probably won't join it again. <laughs> I go back to core, but you're gonna learn very but, quickly. <laughs> yeah, this game, 
this multiplayer, I have to talk about the weapons in this. Holy yes. shit, the attachments oh my are God. nuts. Like, the fact that you have different gun trees that show, you know, say, for example, for the assault rifles, there's different guns in the marksman rifles and the battle rifles and so on that have lower receivers that fit in the assault rifle class. So, like, say, you can take the AK-47 and you could put a marksman rifle lower receiver on it and you could be firing marksman rifle rounds in the AK-47 build. Like, it's, it's crazy. You can tune your attachments when you level up your gun all the way. You can fine-tune the attachment stats to be exactly what you want it to be. It is by far the most advanced Call of Duty I have ever seen, and I have nothing but praise to give them for all of the things that they tried because I feel like they took a lot of risks with this, and so far they're paying off. And the addition of Hardcore and Warzone 2, I think, will send this game you know, well into, you know, uh, it's gonna cementing it itself yeah. being the, you know, being one of the best CODs we've ever seen. I mean, it actually is the fastest selling Call of Duty of all time. It's already grossed over $1 billion and it hasn't even been out a month. I think that, that it's really been a week. Insane. Yeah, it, yeah, I think that that, that that number speaks a lot for itself. Like, there's really nothing else that needs to be said. I mean, I, I, I there are people that love to say, well, Sales doesn't, you know, gen doesn't, you know, directly correlate to people enjoying it. Well, but here's the thing: you don't buy a game unless you think you're going to enjoy it. I, with how much games cost, I don't spend my money on games I think I'm not going to enjoy. I'll give you Scorn for example. If Scorn was fifty dollars, bet your ass I'm not paying for it. <laughs> bet oh, your no. ass I'm not paying for it. Like I don't, I don't pay seventy dollars for games that I don't like. That's what game sharing is for, Kyle. Shout out you. Um, <laughs> but I think that there's there's a lot to be said when a game sells that fast because word of mouth is getting around as well to people that, hey, this is a lot better than last year and the previous year's COD. You know, give it another shot. This one might be able to hook you just like I think Modern Warfare 2019 did. Last thing on the multiplayer, really one of the last things I want to talk about, besides uh, what we've already talked about, you know, I think that there is great customizability in this game. You talk about the tuning of the attachments. That's wild and how deep that is. Um, I really yes. like the overall map design, too. I think the map design in this game is really... The, the racetrack map, 100% one of my new favorite maps in Call of Duty. I just love it because it feels different. It doesn't just yes. feel like some, some it really battle. Does. It doesn't feel like some, you know battle ravaged village or some you know battlefield it feels like cod because cods have been known for having maps like that i mean look at nuketown and black ops and look at how many games that map has been in since the first black ops look at uh look at the ball i hate to reference call of duty ghosts but it's a great example look at the baseball field in ghosts that you yeah know, like there, there's a lot of wacky wacky maps on here and I like that they're mixed with that, and I like also, and I know that this is gonna this is gonna draw size from the two of you. While I hate playing on it, I cannot say anything negative about the design of the border of the border patrol map. I cannot say design wise, I have zero issues with it. I think that it's a very yeah. well designed map, and it fits the game very well. And then, uh, obviously, the camos, and I, th I think that they this this system of progression feels totally overhauled. 
doesn't feel like it was just last year's system ported over to this year's game. Uh, you know, you unlock guns by le- like some of these guns you unlock by leveling up other guns. So if you want to yes. unlock more guns in the game, you got to use you got to spread you got to spread the wealth around a little bit. You have to get good with every kind of weapon. And there's part of me that at first I was kind of like I don't know how that's going to work, but I like that it forces you to try different weapons, especially if you want to do the completionist camos. And the the camos have never been this easy to obtain. They still take a lot of work, but it feels a lot more user friendly and a lot more accessible this time around, Kyle. It definitely does. Um, I think with the Border Patrol map, I actually do enjoy the design. I think they need to make it so the cars don't explode. That's and my that only, I'll agree with. That's my only... Because honestly, so. if the cars did not explode, it probably wouldn't be so bad. Because it's cool to be bobbing and weaving in and out of these cars, you know, shooting at people or, you know, or you just have the long hallways you can run down. But... With the cars exploding and killing you every time you take cover behind when that is extremely annoying, all they have to do, I think, is just turn that off for those cars, and I, I, I'll, I'll love that map. And the camos, dude, the camos. In Modern Warfare 2019, I unlocked Damascus, and you had to get a hundred camos for each gun, and that shit sucked ass. This game... Most guns only require four camos. Way, way better. And the launchers, the launchers, you only need to get one camo. No, for gold, I thought it was two. I thought well, you had to I get. Well, I mean, there's the gold challenge that you have uh, to do, true. but you only need one camo for the launchers to unlock the gold challenge. Yes. Which Fair that's enough. another really interesting thing. Before you complete your challenges. And then you just got gold. Then when you got all the gold, you got platinum and then, you know, diamond or, you know, whatever the the mastery camo was. In this one, they have challenges for when you unlock gold. Now you have something that you need to do with that gun to unlock platinum and then a polyatomic. And I think that is super interesting because it brings you back to using that gun that you spent so much time getting good with and getting gold because now if you want to take it further to get you know the mastery you got to keep using it no it really is crazy because not only that but you also have every gun has a their own separate camo as well for the 136 guns that are in this game yes if outside of your like your diamond your gold everything else you have one challenge specifically for each gun that once you unlock it, you unlock it for all the guns. That camo, yeah. Like, that's crazy. And then, like, thinking about it, this game has been out for for early release Thursday. It's now Tuesday. And Wednesday. Wednesday, my bad. Uh, <laughs> the game's been out for six days. Like, I feel like I have accomplished more in six days on camos than I ever have on any Call of Duty game. Facts. It's certainly, and that goes back to accessibility and I think making it more user-friendly too. It just, it feels a lot more reasonable. I think that Activision realized this time around, like, hey, maybe we shouldn't make the uh, camos, maybe we shouldn't make them, uh, 
you know, to where you have to know life the damn game. Maybe we need to understand that people have jobs and obligations outside of Modern Warfare yeah. 2. And I, and I feel like I feel like that shows in, in how they do the cameras. There, there's always going to be those people that bitch and moan and that their job is doing nothing but playing Call of Duty and that they're going to say, well, it's too easy now. I don't like that. And to those people, I tell you to fuck off. So uh, let's talk about the campaign now because this has been an interesting point of contention uh, really ever since it dropped back when it was in early access. And Kyle, we played the campaign, campaign. we beat it, uh, I think a few days before, you know, the full game released. Uh, Thacker, you, you're fresh off of beating it. I think we can all agree that it's really good, and I hate to continuously go at the same people and go at the same publication so many times. But IGM, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. I. I. To. To be quite honest, we could probably make an entire episode. And you know what? Maybe for content because we're gonna need it really soon. Maybe we can make an episode about that. Um. What? Well, I, I mean... just. I can't make sense of a six out of ten for the campaign. I can't make sense of that because this. They gave Vanguard a seven. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure Cold War got a seven or an eight. Like, I don't understand why this is considered unimaginative, why this is considered bland, why this is considered uh, a letdown or lackluster, but yet Vanguard wasn't? Yet Black Ops Cold War wasn't? Like, I... Here's a spoiler alert for y'all out there. Like we're 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 gonna be soon releasing an episode for our top five Call of Duty games, our each of our personal lists. Uh, neither of those games are going to be on any of our lists in all likelihood. <laughs> I don't yeah, think so. Not. I would put Vanguard, I will go on record and say this, that Vanguard is the worst Call of Duty of all time. And yes, I am saying that knowing damn well that Call of Duty Ghosts, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and Call of Duty World War II, knowing all of those exist, Vanguard is by far the worst one of all time. And it is not even close. Those all hey. at least had fun campaigns. So I, I, I'll get off my soapbox now, and then we'll deal with IGN. <laughs> we'll deal with them another day. Those fucking bastards. Uh, but they're just rolling a D10 and seeing what it lands on at this point. Exactly. They're 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 throwing they're they're throwing darts at a wall where they have random numbers all over the place, and they're doing whatever they can to not give this game an eight. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They <laughs> they said, oh, the eight's there. Let me throw it at the complete opposite side of the wall. But. Um, this campaign, I, I feel like from the jump, it sets a really good tone for the game in that, you know, big shit is going to happen in this game and there's going to be consequences in this game. So, you know, I, I feel like we should throw a spoiler warning up just because just so we can talk about the game in depth without people having to worry or without people hearing a spoiler on accident. Kyle, uh, you open the game as Ghost and the very first thing you do is you fire a missile uh, at a base in what's the name of the place? Almazra, I think, is the name of the place. I, I don't, I think, I don't know if that's in Uzbekistan, the you know, the country they created for the game. I don't know where that is. Um, yeah. But the very first thing you do is you fire a fucking missile at a base, <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of just wild from there. <laughs> like that's how you there. start. <laughs> the campaign was fucking wild. Like from the beginning all the way into you know the end i think that there were so many things in this game that 
definitely made me feel like this was a next-gen version of COD. That Amsterdam level alone, holy shit. Yes. The immersion felt in that entire level. Felt like you were just walking around in Amsterdam in real life. It really did. That's cliche, but it really did feel that way. It was incredible. It really did. It was so cool to see, you know, a Call of Duty game really using the power of the ps5 and the xbox series x and you know it's it's such a game changer when you give it your all when you go all in and you know you make your games feel like a next-gen experience and the last two call of duties did not feel like next gen they barely felt like call of duty they were ass i hated them like i'll just be honest i'm sorry if you like them don't hate me but i hated that call of duty uh, Cold War, I think, had potential. The multiplayer was bad, but the zombies, I think they tried at the very least, but it just, you know, didn't go great. But this game, all around, I think is fantastic with the with the way that they pull off, you know, the story and incorporate these characters that, you know, obviously we know and love. Um, I will start going ahead and getting into a little bit of spoiler stuff here. Um, Can I ask you a question before we before we move on? Like, I think yeah. I know where you were going. How did we feel about? Because one of the big things in Modern Warfare 2019 was okay. So it's not the voice actor who originally played Captain Price. Obviously, these are all different voice actors for Ghost, for Soap, and for General Shepard. How did we feel as a whole? These voice actors did. I was a big fan of their performances. I thought they did really well. I thought that that was actually what I was about to bring up about <laughs> Ghost. Ghost in the original Modern Warfare 2 had the same voice actor for Gaz, and Ghost in this game actually has his own voice actor. Ghost in the original game was just cool because his name was Ghost, and because he dies, Ghost in this game survives, and he's a total badass the entire time. Yes. Like it's, dude, the characters in this game were so brought to life, and I really enjoyed their performances overall. Well, most definitely. Uh... Honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that I've played so many COD games, uh, you, the ability that all of these voice actors had to bring these characters to life was so mesmerizing and so amazing that I, you almost couldn't tell that they were newer voice actors. Like You yeah. almost couldn't tell that these are not the originals. And it was amazing to see that. The character design was amazing. The voice acting was on point. I I think at one point, Rusty, I was in a party with you, and I was like, why do these characters look better than half the games that have come out this year? Oh, facts. 100%. The character models are incredible. Like, you could see every little bit of detail on Shepard's bald head. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think crazy. I think the crazy thing is for me. So I, I I thought that this ghost, this version of ghost, and I loved the original. I did, but I always felt like I felt like the original ghost. And this might be an unpopular opinion here. Uh, I feel like the original ghost and the original soap were both cool characters, but I always felt like they were primarily one line, one liner characters. Felt like yeah. you know, felt like they were great for one liners here and there. 
but they weren't really fleshed out, didn't really have much personality, didn't really have much character to them. And I feel like this game does a great job of fleshing out their characters. I think the closest one to the original is probably Soap when it comes to the voice actor, because the voice, like, they sound really similar. This one sounds a hair deeper, and that's just about it. Uh, I have to say, I feel like General Shepard absolutely stole the show here. I feel like he stole the show in this campaign. Uh, anyone that played the original Modern Warfare games knows that General Shepard obviously is not a good human being <laughs> and knows that he's probably going to betray you at some point, and that obviously happens near the end of this game. It just doesn't happen as obviously and as blatantly as it does in Modern Warfare 2 2009. Uh, you know, when he shoots you in the fucking face. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, but I feel like performance-wise as a whole, all of the characters that are brought back, or that were brought back and that were kind of recreated, I feel like they did a good job of maintaining uh, maintaining the characters the way they were as we know them in Call of Duty already. They did a good job of fleshing them out. And that's what I liked, is that I feel like we know a lot more about Ghost and Soap, way more than what we knew in the original Modern Warfare trilogy. I mean, think about it, for Ghost in the original you're with him for, like, the first half of the game, and that's it. Yeah. In Modern Warfare 2 2009. He dies, like, 60% of the way into the game, and you literally only have, like, that first part of the game with him. This one, the fact that, you know, you spend more time with him, I love the relationship between him and Soap. I loved that. The the constant back and forth between those two. Yes. Absolutely loved that. I, uh, I really like the way that they... Um did General Shepard in this game. It was very much more realistic. Yes. Um, they had him, you know, obviously trying to make some money, selling bombs to the other side, thinking, oh, nobody's going to find out. But then when they find out, he actually goes into hiding, and he's not dead. In in Modern Warfare 2009, Modern Warfare 2 2009, you kill him at the end. And in this game, he's not dead, which means he's probably going to be coming back. And that is super interesting because now we don't know, you know... We thought we knew what this game was going to be about, and they threw some pretty big twists in there. Having yeah. Ghost survive, Roach doesn't even exist in this and that, game. So that maybe was, he'll show up. I in hope Modern he Warfare shows 3. up. I hope he shows up in the third game. I really do. It, yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah, I was. That was that was the only character that I was like, "Hey, man, kind of wish he was here." But let's talk about the ending. Okay, oh. so. Oh, Before we do that, there is one more thing I wanted to add character-wise. I think we all agreed on this. Uh, the new characters they added into this game, awesome across the board. Awesome yes. across the board. Oh, good. Awesome. So good. Love Alejandro. Loved his addition into this series. I, th- I hope he's back in Modern Warfare 3. I hope he comes back. Loved his addition. Loved Rodolfo. Loved both of them. I thought... Yes. That another character that stole the show was Philip Graves. Thought that he absolutely stole the show as the commander for Shadow obviously turns on you because he's working with Shepard at some point. I thought he stole the show in this one as well. I thought he was expertly voice acted. And the animation team needs to get a lot of credit for the just, again, the character animations across the board. Yes. They're all so good. Kate Laswell's back. She's really good. Captain Price and, uh, you know... Kyle Garrick are both back. Garrick's obviously not known as Gaz. He's now Gaz in this uh, this timeline. A uh, character that Thacker just unjustifiably can't stand. Uh, fucking asshat. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I'm just it, kidding. It, it, <laughs> Go ahead. I just, I'm not a 
of them, man. Why do you not like gas? Why do you not like gas? Give me a good answer. Honestly, it's it's just from personality from previously. What do you uh, mean? Right. <laughs> I just don't like him. He's nothing. He's nothing like the original at all. He's better. Yeah. He's better than the original. Well, I will say he's better now. I just don't like him originally. You could not like him originally, but you need to admit you're wrong about him now. I'm half wrong. He, he's better now. I'm half nah, wrong. You are a hundred percent wrong. We're gonna let that go though. Uh, Kyle, hey, okay, go ahead. Oh, my bad. No, you're going to uh, go ahead. I go was going to say, why is dog meat not in this? Dog, that's true. That's like, true, why actually. Is dog, why is dog meat not in this? Where's yeah. dog meat? They low-key they I low key re- hoed some characters. I'm like, where's Ramirez I was, at? I was uh, really disappointed <laughs> to not see dog meat in this at all. You know Call of Duty fans are going to go ballistic in Modern Warfare 3 if you hear someone call for someone off screen and the name they call is Ramirez! Like they Ramirez! Are, they are going to go ballistic oh, if yeah, that happens. Dude. Almost definitely. So this I'm game, excited for that. This this game, man. This game was great. Um, the ending, though. Now, I, this is where yeah. this is where like the game hit the next level for me, Kyle. So I'll let I you take it from shock. here. This shit was nuts. So at the very end, when Shepard escapes and, you know, <clears throat> they're talking about it with the ending cutscene, and um, they start passing around this picture between the entire team. The entire team sitting at a bar, and they're all passing around this picture. And it gets to the very end, and they say his name, and it's Makarov. Yes. So we obviously mm-hmm. know that he's coming, whether he's going to be in Modern Warfare 3, or they're going to be doing something in, this, in the campaign DLC, which is interesting, because we've never had campaign DLC to a Call of Duty before. So I... I'm also I'm curious to see is that campaign DLC going to be about Makarov? Is that or or is it just going to be setting up Modern Warfare Three? Like, are we going to actually have a full enough DLC to have an entire Makarov story and still leave General Shepard as the quote unquote bad guy for the third one? I'm I mean... very interested to see what they do. I I really. You know, I don't necessarily just want it to set up for Modern Warfare 3. But, you know, I would like to see some kind of, you know, full story come out of this, you know, deal. So, like, if you're going to add something to it, at, at least add, like, a good conclusion. Don't leave me on a cliffhanger to wait for the next game because that's what the after credit scene was for. I will tell you, before I get to the after credit scene, though, can you imagine a Modern Warfare 3 where you got to deal with Makarov and Shepard for the entirety of the game? Because, again, look back at Modern Warfare 2009. At some point, General Shepard becomes the main antagonist. And it leads to a great moment in the original game between Price and Makarov of, hey, have you, know, have you ever heard the phrase, the enemy of the, my enemy is my friend? And it's, you know, because Makarov knows where General Shepard is. I think that the thought of having an entire game be completely built around those two as the antagonists, if that is what they go for, I, I, my mind is all over the place on the different things they could do to make that work. Now, the after credit scene is where the real mind-blowing thing comes in. I'm not going to lie. When they were passing around the photo, there was part of me that was sitting there going, are, is, are they looking at Makarov? Because I was thinking one of two things. They're either looking at Makarov 
or they're looking at Victor Zakaev because at the end of Modern Warfare 2019, he's teased in the final cutscene. You know, the son that's of true. the son of Imran Zakaev. He's teased, and that's obviously the Zakaevs are the big bads of COD Four. Obviously, so it's one of those where. I didn't know if it would be Viktor Zakaev or if it would be Vladimir Makarov. And so when they said Makarov, I was like, okay, this is cool. The moment it showed you on a plane, I already knew where they were going. And yet it still did not change the fact that it gave me chills when you see your character build a gun out of nothing, get up, or text text somebody on the phone with just like, you know, their, their contact photo was just the letter M. And said so they were ready. I already knew what was coming when the words "no Russian" popped up on the phone. My God, what a way to end this game! What a way to end yeah. this game, dude! Holy shit, the chills! I, dude, I was like, "There's no way they found a way to keep the most controversial mission in Call of Duty history still relevant to the story, because obviously we're not going to be playing the scene. I wonder, that's, that's what makes me think, I wonder if the campaign DLC is going to pick up and you're at the aftermath of the airport. That would be That's crazy. a good question, actually. I don't know. I didn't... I didn't think of that honestly like that. Again, I think that a lot of any predictions we can make will be will hinge on like what the DLC is and stuff like that, but uh honestly just I think across the board we can all agree and I've said those words. It's turning into a drinking game the way I say those words, but uh <laughs> I'm already three shots in. I'm about to say, man, <laughs> Thacker's just over there getting blasted, but <laughs> um I think we'd all agree just a fantastic cod and again a great return to form exactly like modern warfare 2019 was and if you don't want to just take our word for it i mean we know woody who we've had who we had on here for the Elden Ring episode we know he's obviously really enjoying it i finally got a chance to talk to noah who was on the, the madden episode with thacker and myself he is enjoying it a whole hell of a lot more than he did vanguard i think that i think that we all are pretty much in a consensus here that this is a really good COD. It's why it doesn't really make much sense the way that it got reviewed. That's why we were so confused about it. And it's crazy. Like, I haven't had a single person return this game. I haven't had a single complaint about this game. Everyone that has bought the game, picked it up, came back, and I ask them about it, they're flabbergasted about the flabbergasted that's a hell of a fucking word <laughs> they're flabbergasted by the entire game in fact i have people coming in and wanting to pick up the steel book even if they didn't pre-order it and i'm like come see me later if i have any extras it's yours like yeah it's crazy to think about that yeah i think that this is a really really good return to form for cod i'm really excited to see where the dlc goes uh but again i mean I think that the Modern Warfare name just does so well because I think that they're trying to build on what 2019 did and the problem for Cold War and for Vanguard, Vanguard specifically was just a very poorly written story. I don't go to COD for looking for great, amazingly written stories, but the progression was kind of shitty. The multiplayer wasn't all that fun. The zombies was absolutely fucking terrible. Uh, I think Kyle, I think you played it once and then you never played it again, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Cold War, like, it brought back characters, but it just, they didn't feel like the same characters. They were different voice actors like this, 
but they didn't really feel like the same characters. So I feel like Modern Warfare 2 does a good job of building on to what Modern Warfare 2019 did. It sets up for a really, really interesting DLC season. And a few years from now, when we get Modern Warfare 3, I can't wait to see where we are at that point. So that is going to wrap up this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Side Mission Pod, Facebook and TikTok at Side Mission Podcast. For the boys, for Packer, for Kyle, I'm Rusty. Thanks for listening.